Uh, hello and welcome to Dinner Party Small Talk Plus. I'm Matt. I'm feeling demoralized. And yeah, I'm Nissa. But I just, you guys, this was a rough, rough couple of days. So we just watched all three Dumb and Dumber films. Um, Matt, Matt got a bright idea in his head, and now here we are. Excuse me. You're the one who's like, I want to see Dumb and Dumber too. You know what? It would have been great if we downloaded the good version of the original and not the crappy, crappy, unrated version of the original that ruined the only good memory that I have of this trilogy. Okay, what order should we go this in? Because we watched them, Dumb okay. and Dumber 2, and then so, we watched yeah. Dumb and dumber -er. So we watched Dumb and Dumber 2, the official sequel. We watched Dumb and dumber -er, the prequel. unofficial prequel. And then we watched Dumb and Dumber, but we watched the unrated Blu-ray version. Because apparently on Blu-ray they didn't put out a regular version. And, um... You guys, uh, I'm in a lot of pain. Where do you want to start? Where do you, Should we start with the prequel? Should we I go... feel like I want to do that thing that we did for the Expendables one where I just go, it's shit, and then we just go straight to I feel to the... differently about all of them. Yeah. Well, okay, so... Let's start, let's go chronologically in the way the movies would have taken place. No, I think we should go in the way that we saw them. Oh. But, because... but I feel like I have a lot to say about the last one, but I don't know how to say it yet. But I feel like we're also comparing that to the original That's as a well. good point. Okay. So the first movie... So we watched movie, Dumb and Dumber 2. So that came out last year. Uh, late last year. I, I don't know if I've ever felt more uncomfortable... And unsettled watching a movie. I felt awkward the whole time. I felt like gross watching it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I, I look. I, I set my expectations quite low. I felt mildly ill this, almost okay, the so, whole time. So this is the one that has Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels back. Uh, they had an original writer as well as the Farrelly brothers. There were Farrelly, six writers, Farrelly, weren't there? Farrelly, Farrelly. Um, Farley. It took, it Farley? Took, it took six Farley. people to write this film. When you could have just hired one eight-year-old and had the same film. Um, and, I really, I and felt sick. The Farrelly I don't know, Brothers I felt directing. I felt like, un what's that word? Like, it's almost like when you're watching a horror movie and you're like, you feel sort of like, um, it's not unsettled. It's un, I don't know. I didn't feel good. Okay, so, uh, well, okay. So the basic, what's the basic plot conceit? Okay, so, um, they go well, on another road trip. So it... it Okay, so basically, Lloyd has Lloyd and um, Harry. Harry are back, and they discovers. Uh, Harry tells Lloyd that he needs a kidney transplant yes. because he's got a, some kind of disease and he's going to die. He needs a new kidney. Yeah. And so then they go to his parents, who he hasn't seen in a while. He finds out who was adopted. Um, he Even gets, though his parents are Asian. And he didn't realize till now. And shitting on Asian people becomes a common theme throughout these films. Oh my god. Yep. Shockingly. As does shitting on homosexuals. And women. Shitting on women. Uh, um, so that's what's happening. The, Dumb and Dumber 2 is certainly the biggest offender in terms of that. Although, Ooh, the prequel although Dumb and Dumberer some... has some really offensive things in there. Like blatantly offensive like scenes. really offensive. But we'll get to that. Yeah. So anyway, so he goes to his parents, finds out he's adopted. They give him a bunch of mail. He has a postcard from a woman he slept with. Which is referenced in the first movie. Freda Felcher, who, who the name will ring with. a bell for those that have seen the first one. Um, uh, and and it says, I'm, I need to, like, basically, I'm a pregnant and I need to see you. Yeah. So he's like, I have a kid. They go and find Freda. They find out about her kid and they're like, we're going to find her. Of course, they, they figure DNA match with the daughter. So I therefore, can get a kidney off her and yeah. I can also meet my daughter. So they go on a road trip and it does it hits a lot of the same beats as the first film. But it's not it's not the same film. No. Which, which I didn't we which can I give liked. it some, some credit for not being the exact same. Yes. It's not the hangover two. It's not the exact same movie. So it's not it it's very similar in terms of the things that sort of had the beats that it hits, but it's not yeah. the same film. For instance, in this movie, they have brain damage. And also <laughs> They're horrible people. Also, I don't believe they're friends. All right. Oh, and also in this movie, I just, I, oh, I just really didn't like so it. So tell us why you didn't like it, Nissa. Well, all those things you mentioned, it's incredibly offensive. Can you um, give us an example? Every treatment of every w woman in it is just like they're either 
they're you basically they're they're there's so many women and women are just portrayed as basically being giant whores. Whores or idiots or, or, idiots. or manipulative and, and like evil. Like they're just not seem to be very positive. At one point they he he talks about a woman being a doctor and they laugh and they about like at the to them at the it's very a, concept he goes what is she like a doctor of the kitchen was that yeah, what he said yeah it was awful so first major problem okay let's just establish straight up that the Farrelly Farrelly brothers Farley? Farley? Far, let's call it the Farrelly because that's what I've heard okay I've always called it the Farrelly like, brothers but I, like I think Farrelly, it's Farrelly but I don't yeah. they're not I don't think the that's Farrelly it. brothers are making a completely different film to the original Dumb and Dumber yes. there's there's little to no heart no. um there's no charm. No. There's no innocence. No. There's no uh, genuineness in it. It's yeah. very self-aware. Everything that they do is self-aware. They feel like they're trying to ape themselves the whole time. They, they've completely missed the point about what made the characters likable in the first yes, film. Yes, the, these characters are not likable. And, like, they're just... They're not. They're, they're straight up unlikable. People. They're straight up unlikable. They're bigoted. They're... Um, childish in a way that hurts the people around them. Yeah. Their friendship doesn't hold up because Lloyd spends the entire film being horrible to Harry and everyone about. The balance is weird because in the balance, the balance in the first weird. one, you mentioned this to me. Yeah. They're rather even. Even. Yeah. They're both, they're not, what was, what did you, what did you say at the start of Dumb and Dumb 1? What did I say? I said, it's like. They're not retarded. They're just, they're, <laughs> they're not they're bright. They're not bright, but it's not like there's something like actually wrong with yeah, them. Yeah, like. Where I think they have, like, some sort of a disability or that they have had brain damage. They're just, they're not bright. They just don't see the world the way other people do. And in both the other films, both the other films, they're played like they are disabled. Yes. Basically. Or, like, something is really, really wrong with them. And you feel like I don't understand how anyone's putting up with them in the real world. Because that's not, like... So much of, like, kind of their, you know, stupidity in the first film is laughed off as being like, oh, you know, that's could be a joke. Yeah. But in these ones, it's like, no, it couldn't be a joke. They're they're clearly serious and there's something wrong with these people. But to the Farrelly brothers, that's funny now? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like... okay, let's It's con- really, really... It's, I mean, okay. It's really offensive. Juvenile. It's offensive and yeah. it's really juvenile. And I'm like, yes, there's a lot of juvenile humor in the first one. But there's also some more subtle jokes. There's... It's hitting other beats. This is just... Yeah. Being juvenile the entire time. Yeah. It's It's... I... Yeah. There are some moments like let's consider okay. the first one where where um, there were there were I will even admit there was at no, least no, one no, moment uh, I laughed. What I was going to say is um, there are some moments in the first one that are genuine. Mm. So I would say a lot of the film, a lot of the theatrical cut is is kind of genuine in a way. Like let's take when um, Harry tells. Uh, oh, okay. So the first one, if you haven't seen it. In, in which you're fucking crazy. The first one is Lloyd falls in love with a girl who leaves. Uh, we just the, met. We just met. It's hilarious. She leaves her bag behind at the airport. He grabs her bag. D- is determined to take it to Colorado to give to her. Yes. Now the bag is a ransom because her husband his, has been kidnapped. Yes. And, uh, and they go on a road trip and they're followed by the bad guys and all this kind of yeah. stuff. But there's a moment like right near the beginning where they're like, "Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's take this bag to Colorado." Harry, because he's not a, a complete idiot, complete idiot. Because they're idiot. not just complete idiots. They're, they yeah. feel like they're human beings who just see the world askew. Yeah, realises that uh, Lloyd wants to do it because he wants to see this mm. girl. Lloyd has this really, really sincere moment where he's like, I'm sick of eking my way I'm, through life. life. I'm sick I'm... of having no one. I'm sick of being yeah. no one. And then they play it for a laugh where he like cries a lot. But it is a genuine moment. Yeah. Where you get that these guys have it kind of hard and they clearly struggle through life because they, like, trust people that they shouldn't trust. In the set, in Dumb and Dumber 2, they are cruel and Ooh. moronic and dangerously stupid. Like, yeah. um, they laugh uh, in the face of, a, of the parents of a, a friend of theirs who died um, in a motorcycle accident. Oh, and then it's really hard. And then it's revealed that they themselves are the ones who are responsible for his death by selling him a motorcycle yeah. that without that, a helmet. Without a helmet that he died while driving and they're laughing in the face of his parents. It's not it's not funny. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. It's just again, as much as I dislike this movie and I I really didn't like this movie. Like I don't know if I felt this way. Yeah. About a movie since I saw Man of Steel. Like, yep. I really didn't like wow. it. Wow, And right. I think I may have... I, and I may have liked this more than Man of Steel, because yeah. at least this made me laugh at least, yep. like, two times. F- 
movie. Anyway, but like I, I have not been watching a movie and just been going, I don't enjoy this as but, much. But <laughs> I didn't hate it because, as I said, I set my expectations very low. Now, don't get me wrong. There was, I would say, 90% of the film where I was like, oh my God, really? Are they going at... You know, sorry, I'm burping. They haven't aged well. They look really creepy. Mm. The jokes are so are like the lowest common denominator. Um, and it feels like nothing about feels original or interesting. But, but there were some parts where we both, you have to admit, we both I went... I admit it. That's actually, I didn't that's expect very, that. Uh, yeah. That's not bad. Um, spoilers, by the way. Spoilers. So we're going to spoil the, the few moments that were any good in this okay. movie. Okay. So the first one <laughs> was they meet up with Freda Felcher, who is played by Kathleen Turner, who I have no idea why she agreed to this role because Money. from the moment she's on the screen, they, they, just start in, they insult her. her. They talk and about how, how ugly she is. she is. They talk about how much of a, a whore, a she titanic was. whore she is. She was, and um, which I mind less when she says it because I'm like, fine, that's okay. But for everyone else to be like, you're hideous, you, you're hideous, and you used to be pretty, and now you're a hideous whore. Yeah, that's really sad. But anyway, they. P.S. She does not look that bad. She looks her age. Yeah. And she was never a tiny woman, so mm. I don't know what people are expecting. She so, sounds amazing. So they meet with her. Uh, she gives them a letter that she sent to her daughter and was returned to her. Yeah. They start off on the road trip. They're going, they're driving, they turn up to the house, they, they ring the bell, the door opens, they're like, oh, you are the spitting image. image of your mother. And it flips and it's Kathleen Turner. And she's like, <laughs> you idiots, that's like, the return address. address. Like, It was pretty good. It was we, pretty good because it, it just you just did not expect it. Yeah, we didn't expect, like you didn't expect it to, and I saw the character, I was like, oh, that's okay, so that's what they're doing. But it was actually the same person. It wasn't yeah. her playing two characters. Which was pretty funny. Yeah. That was pretty good. There was, um... There's another... There's a moment you liked, but I, I don't know. It what didn't hit one? me in the same way. When So they go... They get their, uh, the mutt cut Oh, that's bag. right. They, they, they get... They, they get... Okay, spoilers again. So <laughs> at some point, they steal the mutt... They find the mutt cut's van. Yeah. Um, the, the sheepdog van from the first film. They, they take it... Because they they got apparently stiffed by the guy who who sailed on the little yeah. um, petrol powered uh, motorcycle in the first film, so they steal it back. They do that thing again where they ramp it off the uh, off the yeah. street and it launches into the air, and then it hits the ground and just falls to pieces <laughs> like the wheel bends, the nose falls off, the whole thing. And I was like, oh, we're doing this again, are we? This is great. Okay, so they launch it off the fucking thing and then it just hits the ground and just falls apart. And I laughed. I you thought did. that you was I that. thought that was fucking hilarious, because again, it it, it undermined my expectations. Yeah. Um, there were there were a lot of things happening in this movie where I was like, well, now that's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh well, now this is. Gonna and we happen. could pick it beat for beat. Although we weren't correct, so you you see the daughter, and at a certain point, I was like, clearly this is Lloyd's daughter, not Harry's daughter, yeah. and they're making Lloyd be sexually attracted to her, which is fucking weird. And then Lloyd realizes it's his daughter but then we find out it's actually not either of their daughters and the fact that she's an idiot is basically just a MacGuffin <laughs> and it's not yeah it's not it's like she's played again like she's intellectually disabled she is uh, and it's, it's not like she just again it's not really explained interestingly she's the daughter of the dead guy that they were laughing at earlier yeah um, which because is apparently weird. neither of them have ever had sex now yeah. And Frida reveals that she slept with neither of them because then they don't understand what sex is and that she has to explain it to them. They're not the same characters no, as the first No, they're not the same characters. So let that be the first warning. Again, again, I, I felt compelled to watch it to the end. I wanted to know what happened. I did get some laughs out of it. There was some, there were some jokes that, that yeah, subverted well, my expectations. The last oh, there and that's it. That, one. What was there was it a was good one. it was actually what drove the plot, which I actually thought oh, yeah. was quite good. So the film starts on the, just this terrible note, Ugh. where Lloyd has been for twenty years in a hospital, a hospice, basically um, because he just he doesn't speak. He's com like he's not he, he's he can so sit he's up. so distraught by the 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 fact that Lauren Holly's character, um, Mary. Mary Swanson from the first film, wasn't in love with him, that he's spent twenty years in a hospice and Harry's been caring for him the, this whole time. Anyway, Harry tells him, look, he can't visit him anymore. Because he has this kidney he's problem. He's got this kidney problem. And Lloyd snaps out of it and goes, gotcha! gotcha. And uh, he's like, yeah, but wouldn't it have, you know, wouldn't it been, have been funny, funny to have told me maybe after like 10 years? And he's like, yeah, 
but not as funny, ha ha ha. And it's a crappy, crappy joke. Yeah. But and, then... And because sorry. this movie is full of crappy jokes that are set up and no payoff. Yeah. Um, there are constantly things happening that are set up and then nothing happens. You see characters that are there that are doing weird things and then it's just for nothing. It's just filler. It's like, it's, it's never like, talked oh, about again. It's like, oh, he's on the top of a car, like he's outside the car trying to clean the windshield, but then that's it. That's not like yeah. that. No, there, there needs to be a payoff to that joke. Or he's like, he's like getting his face close to a big angry dog, oh, that's but that's right. it. Yeah, it's like there's there's this threat of danger and then nothing ever comes of yeah. it and it just moves away. It's very weird. Anyway, at the very end of the film, uh, Lloyd realizes he's been very selfish because he's been sabotaging Harry because he wants to marry Harry's daughter. No, but then when he thinks he it's his daughter, it's... he realizes that Harry won't be able to get a kidney, so he goes down to Mexico. So he feels horrible, and they're in El Paso for the Ken conference, which is like the TED conference. Except for science. Yeah. And he goes over the border to, um, to Mexico and has a kidney taken out. He brings it to Harry. It's a pork chop. It's realizes that the Mexicans have the Mexican doctor has stolen his kidney and replaced it like put a pork chop in a fucking in a you know an ice box. And Harry laughs in his face and admits that he never had a kidney problem, problem. in the first place. But that he had realized that Lloyd was faking and so had made up the kidney problem. And when Lloyd is like, "Wouldn't it have been funny to tell me maybe before I had my kidney removed?" He goes, "But not as funny." And that was pretty funny as well, because I didn't expect that. And it happened at the end of, end of the film. like It It was a joke that actually paid off. It was yeah. a setup that paid off in this movie, which was rare. So I yeah. appreciated that. But that's I think that's about where it begins and ends in terms of the funny. There, there are some <laughs> funny things like Jim Carrey, the, you know, the, the um, what did you call it? Funnel nuts? It's a game oh, yeah. where you've got With to drop Rob a Riggle. peanut into a funnel that you put down your pants. And he acts like it's the greatest fucking thing he's ever seen in his life. And he's like, no way! No! Oh my... And he's like again, pacing backwards and forwards. It's yeah. just like... it's And it's bits like bits like that that are funny, but... But overall, it just it's, it's a waste of, like, film. And I know it wasn't even shot on film, but mm. I feel like it's a waste of space. But the other thing it is, really it's like... Okay, it's so hard to watch. It was hard for me to watch it. So, basic, so Jeff Daniels plays the whipping boy and... Uh, it's weird. He's played as like like a much lower status character. So yeah. I'm thinking of these characters in terms of clowns, yeah, because they are at the end of the day in the first one as well. They're they are played as archetypal clowns, but in the first but one they're more not like so bluntly. Well, in the first one they're more like a Steve Martin clown, yeah, like in the jerk. Like he's just he's just kind of like he just sees the world a little differently. Yeah. He's not an idiot, yeah. And like we said, their statuses are quite similar. If anything, Jeff Daniels is slightly higher because he can read. Yeah. Whereas I'm pretty sure Lloyd has some sort of a disability. Yeah. He's like dyslexia or something and cannot read in the first yeah. one. In the second one, they play it like Harry is like just complete, just the stupidest human being yeah. who has ever walked the planet. And Lloyd is just a mean-spirited asshole. Like, like his character in the first one is more like he thinks he's higher status, but he's actually not. Mm. That's part of the joke. Yeah. Um, but that's not the joke here. The joke is just that he's a dick. Well, the problem is because he's never seen paying for his for his well, like arrogance. When, like when you say, oh, he felt really bad that Harry, like he'd been leading him on this whole thing and had been selfish. Did he? We didn't oh. really see like well, an no, emotional no, no. thing. There. No, it's not a journey. It's just one moment where he he suddenly realizes. He's like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah, but that's not really. No, it's not an arc no. at all. Ugh. Um, and it's about the only moment that he feels regret. It's the only moment where I connected with his character. Yeah. But the other the other thing about it is it's it it's such a cheap film. It feels like yeah. the Expandables. It feels like you the look. Adam Sandler films. It's clearly a movie made by people that don't give a fuck about the artistic process anymore, yeah. or or the human connection. And it's made their their apartment is a cheap set that is lit like a cheap TV sitcom set. Yeah. Um. There's no na there's no um naturalness to the that's the wrong word but you know what i mean there's uh, it's not the lighting is not natural at all yeah. the lighting is stark and naturalism. bright and na yeah there's no naturalism to the lighting there's no naturalism to the field the sets are cheap the green screen work is really cheap yeah it's the bad. jokes are cheap the script is crap um every single person who's like in the movie i'm like why are you there like yeah. you're better than this <laughs> 
it feels like one of the latest scary movies, sort of like the disaster yeah. f- movie. Or it f- it's a bunch of people who phoned in the script and don't give a fuck. Um, Jim Carrey is just a dancing monkey in this film. He just bangs his little symbols together, and they let him do it, and it's it's horrible. And it's it, horrible to watch as well because you just all you can do is think about like this guy was once like good at this. Yeah. And now it's just painful. But I was saying to you that I don't think he's been cast in the right role for years. Because, he's so old. Yeah, he's and, aged really badly. One, and in this one, they set up his love interest as a 22-year-old. Oh. Now they keep trying to be like, oh, age isn't a big deal, age isn't a big deal. But I'm like, okay, you are an ancient man. Yeah. This girl could be your daughter. Yeah. Clearly, that's part of the She's plot of the movie. 30 years younger than him. It's like... It's, really yeah. disturbing to watch a man that old lust after someone that young. Yeah. Like, it made me really... Un- That's probably another part. Big conceit of the movie made me very uncomfortable. But, yeah, um... I, again, I didn't hate it, you know? I got to the end of it, and I felt like I'm glad I didn't see it at the cinema. But having been such a fan of the first film, and I love yeah. the first film, I think it's a great film. It got critically panned. I don't think it's that bad. I th- it's a cult classic. Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those movies that, like, I mean, I hadn't watched it in years and years and years. Um, but growing up, I quoted it all the time. Yeah. It's like, it's a cultural touchstone for, I think, almost everyone in our generation. Yeah. Like, it's a thing. But Dumb and Dumber 2 is... is not. <laughs> look, it's not movie 43. Which I did not see. Which, okay, consider this. The... F- the f- Farrelly Brothers, I can't even remember how to pronounce it. The Farrelly Brothers I think that's what we decided have only Farrelly. made two good films. They made Dumb and Dumber, their yes. first big theatrical release. And then the next movie that I think they actually wrote as well as directed was There's Something, There's something About Mary, Mary, which again was not the highest comedy, but not terrible. It was an yeah. all, it was a bit darker, it was a bit more adult oriented. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that one again mm. years. I like almost like it came out in ninety eight and I may not have seen it since then. <laughs> but it had its moments, you know. It did things that you hadn't seen for a long time or um I, I think the, in the when you're watching the original one, you're like, there's interest there's definitely interesting things happening mm. and you have characters that you actually feel are real people. Mm. They are people who see the world in a skewed way, but they feel like real people. They don't feel like caricatures of people. But apparently after that, as you said, it was Shallow Hell was the one after that. And that was a film that no, basically... No, there was me, me, myself, and Irene. Oh, which and sort of started to skew because then you had the black midget and... <laughs> I didn't see me, and myself, it, it, and Irene. That, again, got even more adult and it was sort of... And then after that, it was like Shallow Hell and that's a film that just rips on fat people the whole way through. It's so weird, though, because it's a movie that's trying to say that it's not ripping on fat people, but, but it is. But that is the Farrelly conceit. They yeah. think they're more subversive than they are and then you go all the way down the line to movie 43 which is the most offensive insulting boring boring keep that in mind it is a boring film you will you will watch it when you hear people criticize it but then you will be so (laughs) bored by it so i haven't watched it because matt's description of it is this is the worst movie ever but don't watch it because i said that because you will regret it because (laughs) The only th- the thing that makes the worst movie ever the worst movie ever is because it's actually not enjoyable. Like, yeah. at all. It's not good, bad. It's just bad. No. Um, What's interesting is at a certain point in this movie, you were like, well, you can't say that the pace isn't keeping up because so much has happened. That Yeah, that's what I said. But, like, personally, I was like, yeah, a lot's happened and I'm still kind of bored in which mm. it would just move the fuck on. I felt compelled <laughs> to see how it ended. I wanted to know what the ultimate destination was. Yeah. Um... And I, I did feel like there was a lot happening. They, they, they weren't um, dragging things out, which I feel has, is a big problem with the additional content in the first Dumb and Dumber. And, and the prequel. Uh, m- almost everything in the prequel. <laughs> ah, which the we prequel will get, which has, we will get to pretty, next. Has one genius joke yeah. that we will talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dumb and Dumber 2... Um, it's not as bad as movie 43. That's the best recommendation I could have. Look, I can't recommend this movie. If you like the original one, this isn't the same movie. It has nothing... Like, the characters have the same name, Mm. and they refer to things and will parody things that they did in the first movie, but they're not the same characters. Mm. This is not the same movie. Don't see it. Don't. Don't do it. Because I hated it. (laughs) I I think the... So you're looking from it from... You you come from a demographic that was persecuted by that film. That's a good it, my demographic is a demographic that was like mocked at, and made to feel less than in this yeah. movie. 
Whereas as a... I, I don't have a demographic. I, I'm, no, you do. I'm the target demographic you're, in this you film, are what is, well, You are what is known as the target. You are a white male between the ages of like mm. 18 and 40. Everything is made for yeah. you. <laughs> That's pretty good that way. But, um, God damn it. I, yeah, as I said, I accept my. I did not expect to laugh at all. Yeah. I felt almost ashamed when I f- found things funny, but I did find a couple of things funny, and I don't think that I found them funny beca- because I'm an idiot. I think I found no. them funny because they genuinely, genuinely were unexpected and actually quite humorous. It was always way. things that you weren't expecting, mm. and it was glimmers of like, oh, that could be funny in a movie that I wasn't already sitting there and just despising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for hour and a half, was it? Or a little was bit longer. It, was it an hour? God, I felt like it was like two hours. I did not feel like least. it was. I did not feel like it was that long. <laughs> but for for a film that's like an hour and a half, is it worth it to get maybe maybe ten to fifteen minutes worth of actual joy out of watching it? Like no. Mm-hmm. Um, Here, here's what I. Here, I mean, like, because I was already mostly checked out, and then when they laughed at the concept of a woman doctor, I was like, "Fuck this movie." Yeah. Um. So look, I'm gonna say, would I recommend it? Uh, I can't say yes and I can't say no. I don't feel strongly about either way. I can definitely say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um... Okay, so what we watched after that was we watched Dumb and Dumberer When Harry Met Lloyd. Which is the prequel, which isn't related in any way to the It's not Farrelly's. written by or directed by them. He doesn't star the original... No, nobody's in it. ...cast members. It was made about nine years after the first film. Yep. Which is why everyone was excited to hear about it. Until you realise that it wasn't the same people in it, and then you immediately stop caring. Related to the, yeah. like, even if it would have been directed by the same people or written, that might be interesting, but it wasn't. So, this film is a fucking mess. It's a mess. Without it, mincing words, it's a fucking so mess. So it was made in what did you say, two thousand three? It looks like it was made in nineteen ninety three. It feels it, like a really old... Like, it feels like it came out before the original Dumb and Dumber. Like, it is... It looks and feels old. And I know it's supposed to take place in the 80s, but I'm not saying that that's what makes it feel old. It's just everything about it... I'm like, this is terrible. I didn't find the aesthetic convincing at all. No, the aesthetic is not convincing. That's what I'm saying. The movie just feels old. Well, yeah, but you say, like, I know it was supposed to be set in the 80s, but that's not what dated it. Because, because it didn't look like it was set no. in the 80s. And they and they didn't even, like, stick with that with the music. Yeah. Like, they were playing songs that I'm like, I know for a fact that came out in, like, late 90s, early 2000s, because yeah. I own that album. Like, But, um, this this is a true piece of crap. This is worse than Dumb and Dumber 2, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's worse than Dumb and Dumber 2. But, yeah, it's not good. I know you wouldn't recommend either of them. This this movie this, I felt this... less sick during, but I but at a certain point I again what? sick. What are you I talking about? I don't know about? what it like... was. It made me feel physically uncomfortable. That's I did not get that vibe at all. I don't know what to tell you. It's just the experience I had. Wow. But so this one I didn't feel quite, but I didn't enjoy it. I could have checked out about ten minutes into it. I actually said to you about ten minutes into it. I could stop watching this uh, now. And you kept and saying I, it, and I was like... Because I, I said it just hoping you would go, yeah, fair enough, and then we could stop watching it. But no, we rode this fucking thing out till the I end. I was like, no, we sat through the other piece of crap. We have to sit through this piece of crap. Look, they meet each other. They're in high school. They both clearly have brain damage. They, like, more more, more than ever, they have brain damage. They have brain or, damage or and like, are emotionally stunted in yeah. some very disturbing ways. But this is the... In this Although to be fair, in the very beginning, you're like they have some charisma together. Like, and then I, I, very look, quickly I felt, you were like, Ugh. <laughs> I, I, look, I started off by again setting my expectations very low, trying to analyze the friendship with them because mm. that was the the thing I noticed most early on in the second film that their friendship did not feel real or genuine no. or anything at all because they yeah. were not supportive of each other. Yeah, this one. From the first moment, they felt supportive of each other, and I was they like, did. yeah, okay, they did. But then the main, uh, like, the young girl in it, the actress, she's fucking awful. This had a surprising amount of celebrities in it as well. It had... um, Comedians, mostly. Brian Persane. Brian Persane was in it? it? Dana Gould was in it? Sherry O'Terry from SNL. Yeah, um, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. Um, It had, yeah, people who should know better. But it was a fucking mess. It was a mess. Whereas Dumb and Dumber 2 felt like it was cheap... But made by people who, like, knew how to point, a, like, do edit a film together or make a, you know, a story yeah. coherent at least somewhat. 
this felt like they'd shot a whole bunch of random unrelated scenes so and crammed them together. The story is so meandering. Uh, there were I so mean... many scenes where it just, and this is the big problem with this dragging, it would Oof. tangent onto this weird thing that it was like they would keep pushing it at you for about, what, two, three minutes at a time? Well, oh, Because well, they seemed to think it was funny, and it's, this, it's not. This movie seems to think that it's really hilarious when people are dirty or and have food on their face. Oh my god, they, they spend... They cannot spend, imagine something funnier than somebody having food on their face. They spend 90% of the film with food on their face or around their body. It's... Uh, it's, it's, it's weird. And it's really grossing me out. It grossed me <laughs> it's out. It's so disgusting. I know, no, I'm laughing because it's, this movie is like, it's crazy. It's like a fucking fever dream. It is. It's like, you it. feel like you're going crazy. You're like, I, why are we doing this? For example, the scene where okay, so they're buying the slushies, slushies for some the slushies. reason. They're buying slushies because from Brian Persane. there's a funny joke in the first one where he goes, hey man, yeah, you got like big gulps? Big gulps. Nice. All right, see, see you ya. later. Which is hilarious. It's a great scene, the great little moment yeah. in the first movie. So in this one, they're obsessed with slushies. So they buy it from Brian Persane. They have a, a tag, like a, a game tag of tag. It. Because again, they have that in the first movie for like two seconds. It's and funny it goes, for two and it, seconds. It tangents on this fucking tag game for about thirty seconds before he gets so annoyed that he kicks them out. And then they start, for some reason, compulsively drinking the slushies. Giving as themselves fast as possible. Giving themselves brain freeze and yet still not doing it, like not not stopping, and, and they keep going and going and going. Out the slushy and all over their faces. It's, it's like and it won't end. It what, just won't what end. What the fuck does this remind me of? It reminds me of a Tim and Eric sketch. If it wasn't funny, and I can't. Even, there's no comparison for I it. I mean, if it's this movie was retarded. supposed to be anti-comedy, I might understand it yeah. a little bit more. But I don't think that's what it was going no. for. But Shia has, LaBeouf is in this film, by the way. He's good in it. Shia LaBeouf. He's, he's serviceable. He is Shia not LaBeouf. good. He is not Shia good in this LaBeouf. film. Used to do very funny things. He was on Even Stevens. He was funny on that. He was an episode. What's weird is he was an episode of Freaks and Geeks where he plays a mascot, and then in this movie, all he does is play different mascots. So I feel like they saw that episode of Freaks and Geeks and were like, "We should make him a mascot." He's perpetually dressed as a mascot for some fucking reason. Because he needs a job. He needs. But money. he doesn't need to be dressed as a mascot when he's at school. No, we don't know. Can you give me that so I can throw this away, please? Um, he's yeah. Uh... They, they, they. I okay, so it, basically, the plot is. They is just that... become gibbering idiots, like with this fucking slushy just flowing oh. out of their mouths, and then cut, go on to the next scene. Like, what the fuck? It's so. It went on for about five fucking, fucking minutes, guys. Strange. It went on for like five fucking minutes. And it just, like, it's like, I don't know what where the joke was, but they missed it at some point. It, it didn't get I, any funnier. As I said, it's like they thought it was funny, and they were like, oh, this is so funny, let's keep it going, let's keep it going, and the whole time. From the first moment, you're like someone else outside is just like this is this is not funny at all. Like what the hell? Can we just take a moment? Because so there's a lot of focus on food, so there's a lot of focus on mouths, which is a mistake because the guy playing Lloyd loses his tooth in the beginning. But what that means with that chipped tooth is that they have clearly just colored in his tooth with like boot polish or whatever, and it's so obviously colored in. I'm like this is not like a theatrical production where we're not looking right in his mm. mouth. We are seeing right in his mouth, and at one point, it starts to spread, and his whole tooth gets kind of gray. It's so badly made. Nissa, can we talk about? Oh my God. Can we talk about within the first five minutes the fact, or the first ten minutes, the fact that there is a shot where they uh, the camera pans from the top of this girl's body down to her legs. Where it is clearly obvious that they shot it in the reverse and you direction. you see her hair moving, and then it, like, she... Re it because as the camera pans from the top down, her hair flips backwards. This movie is so... It's clearly it's a reverse just, shot. It's not well made, is what we're getting it's at here. It's incompetently made. It's incompetently yeah, edited. Yeah, it's incompetent. The, the story is meandering, as I said, I mean, and tangential. The plot is supposedly that Eugene oh, Levy that's right. let's, let's start. and Sherry O'Terry, yep. who is... So, Jean Levy is the principal, Sherry O'Terry is the lunch lady, the lunch lady and they could get $100,000 for the school if they pretend to have a special ed class. Well, if they actually have a special ed class. If they actually have So, one. they have this romantic tryst. They're kind of funny. I felt the best parts of this film they, were the they, parts that didn't focus on the main characters at all. They were absurd, all. and actually, yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. And they seem like they realize they're in a stupid movie, and they're fucking just going for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Sherry O'Terry, in particular, I thought was pretty damn funny. Yeah. Um, but her performance was, like, 
just so far left field oh, yeah. of where well, everything what was else relevant. was. Yeah, yeah. But in that, it was more entertaining to watch. Yeah. But she's basically brain dead as well. So they decide to set up a fake special ed class. They get Lloyd and Harry to recruit other kids for the special ed class so they can get this money so they can move to Maui. Yeah. Now, at the same time, it's Harry's first year at school because he's been homeschooled. They're becoming friends, and then they both want the same girl. Yeah. Who wants to do an investigative report. It is... Investigative report because she 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 suspects that the, the, the principal yeah. is, is scamming people. And which he is, she's right. Which... <sighs> I can't even begin the sentence this up. <laughs> Can you explain to me why the principal keeps a chest in his office containing oh, ev- incriminating evidence, such as tape recordings of all his talking about everything the he's ever or said in the office, which includes all his devious planning, which and at his one romantic point, trysts, and his, but which at one point we hear the tape and he actually calls like his genius evil plan basically, and all his receipts from the money he's stolen. And everywhere he's skimmed and photos. He keeps it locked in a chest in his office. In his office. Which, shock horror, goes missing and is used to expose him <laughs> at the end of the film. Um, okay. So look, a bunch Actually, of shit it's, happens. It's funny though, because when you outlined the plot, it's like, that's it. Mm. He's going to scam it. He, hi- he, he gets them yeah. to recruit people for the class. That's it. And then eventually <laughs> the they, they get exposed. That's the plot. It's actually a relatively simple plot. It's but too simple. This, but no, I'm like, you could make something out of that. You could make Well, I suppose if there were comedy, twists and turns, yeah. You could make a comedy teen movie that could work. Yeah. But instead, this movie just shows people with food on their face. <laughs> like, that's what they do. High five. Oh my god. That is the most perfect summary for this it's film. It's perplexing. Yeah. Like, this movie, I felt more, con- <laughs> like, I was, like, confused, where I'm like, why is any of this happening? At one point, the principal kidnaps the girl who's trying to expose them, this high school girl, and has her, like, tied up. He shakes her down trying to find the, 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 the chest. chest that she hasn't stolen. No. Which, you know, even if he gets his shit back... She just reports him to the cops for kidnapping and, and he like, goes to prison. It actually doesn't matter what happens after this point because you just kidnapped a young girl who may be 18, okay, so technically she's not a minor, but she's a student. Yeah. And you're going to now go to jail. Like, you're a moron. Yeah. It's the worst plan ever. Although, hilariously, Sherry O'Terry just keeps suggesting that they kill everyone, That's which right. is an odd... Like, they do it, like, twice. See, I missed, all the, I missed these hilarious jokes because I just stopped paying attention. So there something. were two jokes that I enjoyed. One was Sherry O'Terry was like, yeah, we'll just kill him. And then she's like, we should kill her. Like, Oh, that's right. And it's... he's like, we're not going to kill anyone. Yeah. Like, that's her plan. The other joke. Oh, the other joke, again, has nothing to do with the no, main plot at all. but it's genius. So, uh, so for some reason... After they fall out, after the girl inexplicably, inexplic- inexplicably, inexplicably kisses Lloyd because he gave because he said he has had the keys. keys to the principal's office so she can get in and do some digging. So she kisses him on the lips, by the way, which yeah. is very inappropriate because we find out she's got like a college boyfriend. But whatever. Harry flies off the handle. Their friendship breaks he, up, he, and he actually says another line that I think is quite funny, where he turns to Lloyd and what does he call? No, he he go he approaches them both. And he goes, you two-timing whore. And then he turns to her and he says, um, I, thought I thought you were said, from... I thought you said you are from St. Louis. It's, it's, it's absurd. Which out of context makes no sense. Makes but no sense. Because that... The point was, I think you expected him to say that to her. Which and I he was like saying that to, to saying, saying to Lloyd, you two-timing like, whore was slightly amusing to me. I don't know. I didn't find that as funny as you, but let's agree to disagree. <laughs> I was just... I was holding on to anything at this point. Uh, so the other... Okay, so... So their friendship breaks up because it's got to happen in every goddamn film that they do. Yes. Even if you don't believe in their friendship. And so then we get a montage. Although in this movie, I would say I believe more in their friendship than I did in Dumb and Dumber 2. That's too. true. That's true. <laughs> then, then they have a montage, a flashback montage of all the times they've had together, oh, including times they didn't have together, which... First it's of all, very it's, confusing. It's just odd that they've smashed that together with stuff that did happen, yeah, so which which makes you feel like yeah. there were bits that were cut out of the film. Yeah. Which is funny that you should, should suggest that, because in the outtakes during the credits, <laughs> you see bits from the scenes that were clearly edited out from the film. But that they used had... in the montage, which is perplexing. <laughs> what? But so the way that they basically get their friendship back together is Lloyd steals this polar bear from the museum because they be, they went they to the went museum, to museum at on one a special point, ed field trip and Harry liked the polar bear so he steals the polar bear and he brings it to him and 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 then they do a flash 
<laughs> I was like, it's just, it was the only moment in the movie where I was like, that, that was brilliant. That is the only, like, brilliant thing that happened. So they flash to the museum, and a little girl goes, Mommy, where's the daddy polar bear? And the mother replies... He was shot by a hunter, just like your father. And then that's it. And then they just cut back. They don't linger on it. Like, every other joke in this movie, they just sit on it. So it's not funny. It's the only moment where it's just... It's boom, it's in, it's out, and it was funny. That That's it. <laughs> so that's, like, one of the two funny moments. Now, on the other hand, these two characters in this movie did need special needs class. Oh, they were severely mentally, like, intellectually handicapped. handicapped. It was, yeah, It was worrisome. Yeah. But so, ah, uh, would you recommend this one? No. This was boring and I hated it. Yeah, this movie was very boring. It was a piece of crap. It was so poorly made. Uh, and it's, it's just... Eh. It was almost... There are moments in it where I'm like, it's so strange. I wouldn't recommend yeah. it. But I'm like, if you could just find a clip on YouTube of all the weird shit and just be like, wow, that's Someone weird Someone needs shit. to do a supercut of the overlong scenes that don't work and just like because just, you could get about 10 minutes of that I and think. just the weird stuff and if you watch like those 10 minutes i'd be like that's all you need to see yeah because you'd be like wow that's really fucking weird and that's all you need you don't um, need to watch the rest um, of it um bob saget screaming about <laughs> shit. about shit constantly in this movie even though it's only ever chocolate and mud but he keeps saying he shit, shit. my house and i'm like it's he screams for like fucking five minutes it feels like they were like bob do another take oh let's try it this way let's try it this way and then they just kept all of them in and then they're like bob you know what's what's even funnier than like one 30 second take of this one five minute take oh, of this oh my sweet jesus um that's I, another person who's in it where you're like why bob Saget? you don't need the money i hated this film i hated it <laughs> i as i said i could have checked out about 10 minutes it's in. So funny at though. least i felt like I, that I could i wanted to get to the end of the sec of number yeah. two i don't know man i hated this movie less more so just because i was so it was so much like it was like a fever dream oh. that i was like this is so fucking weird man can we but we what we haven't touched on is the fact that it is almost i would say as horribly bigoted as number two. Okay, so should we get into the weird racist stuff against Asian Oh, okay, people? so for some reason these films have a, like a, they well, really the, hate the prequel and the, and the sequel. People. Yeah, so, so in the sequel, Harry's parents are Asian. Yes. And they're like, Harry, we love you. And he's like, would you say you love him long time? Like, and then they both cackle, even though Harry at this point doesn't seem to realize that he's adopted. And it would also be like, he was raised by those people, they're mm. his family, like, yeah. what the fuck? The first introduction to them is that they say, they want to say long, and he thinks they say wrong, because... Like, long time, but he's like, oh, wrong time, so he leaves. I'm like, yeah. they're your parents, that's yeah. the conceit here. Oh, oh, that's right. He knocks the door and they open up and they're like, oh, Harry, wrong time. And he's like, oh, thing. wrong time. I'll come back later. Here's and you're like, thing. I just groaned. I just fucking groaned. I actually groaned. didn't get that till you just said it because yeah. I heard the Asian people say long yeah. time. And then he was like, oh, okay. And he left. And I was like, why would he leave when he just yeah. said long time? Yeah. And they said long time no see. So I was like, why does he think long time means you should leave now no. that you've just explained to me that it was a joke on Asian accents? Yep. These assholes. <laughs> and then uh, at the end... Um, Harry's mother comes up and says something to him in presumably Cantonese or something like that. Uh, and Lloyd first starts, like, snickering to himself while she's talking because Asian... The Asian accents... It's sorry, hilarious. The Asian languages are funny. Is it funny? Is it? Like, oh, so awful. They think it is. And then Harry goes, uh, Look, Mom, I have no idea what the fuck you're saying, but I love you. And then he kisses her and they leave. It's so uh, odd. Anyway, so in the in the prequel, they Oof. have a character who they call Ching Chong. Yeah, they literally call her that, you guys. Who speaks broken English for most of it. Yeah. Speaks... Chi and literally, at one point, the Lloyd character is like, she can't understand you, she's a foreign exchange student, you have to speak to her like this. Ching Chong, Ching Chong. Like, he just straight up starts doing racist Asian and then, speech. And then she speaks her in... Uh, inverted commas native language which is fake it's, it's fake clearly chinese fake. or fake or japanese or whatever it doesn't, we don't know what she's trying to fake she's because like it's clearly a fake and i'm language. I, I, i'm not even exaggerating oh but she's God, like was... ching dong pao and i'm like are you fucking kidding me and then at the end of the film it's revealed surprise she's just american and she speaks perfect like she, she, speaks, has, she, she has she has perfect and she's English like i just do the asian accent to get boys 
And her boyfriend at that point is disappointed, so she's like, you want me to do it again? And she starts doing it. Which, again, these movies are insulting to women. Should we talk about the weird gay stuff in the, se- in the prequel? Oh, you mean the part where he says, girls are for fags, twice in the film? I can't... And No, because first he says, girls are for fags, which I feel very comfortable saying, yep. but I'm quoting this horrible movie. And then he, again, when, he's, when Harry's describing the things he could do with a girl, he calls him faggy. Yeah. And then later at the very end of the movie, one of the capper jokes. Harry turns down a woman because he because says girls as are you for fags. Know. And I'm like, fuck you, movie. Fuck you. God damn. Like, seriously? Fuck you. That is horrible. This movie was made in 2003? Three. No, you know better, you piece of shit movie. It's a, it's a piece of shit. You know better. I, I hated Dumb and Dumberer. Uh, I hated almost everything about it. Um, I don't recommend this movie no. at all. No, again, if you can find a supercut of just the insanity, watch that. Yeah. Because everything else sucks. Can we? No, talk- wait, wait. There is one other joke where uh, Shia LaBeouf, who's constantly in costume, is dressed as a son, and he's like, "Don't look directly at him." And they're both like looking to the side while uh, talking. Dude, like, it's just that weird. Was, that was weird, but it was kind of funny. It's that thing where it's like that's so fucking weird. Yeah. Which Cause, I- oh, because they thought he was a horse boy because he was dressed yes. as a horse. And then he's because like, again, why is he dressed as the sun? He's like, I don't know, but don't look fast. directly at him. So then, at the end of all of this, we decided to watch Dumb and Dumber. But. As a respite. But. But, unbeknownst to me, apparently if you get it, if you get the Blu-ray version, The it unrated is, Blu-ray it's, version. It's an unrated extended cut. I thought I was getting the classic theatrical release. Which, you know, for the purposes of this podcast, fine. Let's, let's talk about the... Now, for 90% of... Eight more... 80% of the... 90% of the film? For 90% Most of the film... Most of it is the theatrical release, the theatrical which is release. a good movie. And the theatrical release is well-paced. Uh, it's never too inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, it gets pretty close with the boogers and the, the diarrhea. The, but, the pooping is probably the worst bit. Yeah, but other than that, it's never too inappropriate. No. It's uh, it's kind of heartwarming in a lot of ways. It is, and again, you, feel like, you feel like they're actually real people. Yeah. It sets itself up well, like you actually yeah. care about the character's journey, you care about their motivations. And when you first meet them, you, you do genuinely, like, there's there's something positive to be said. As you um, said, you feel like they're Harry. just guys that are just having a tough, you know, they, they have it tough. Lloyd, Lloyd I struggle with more as I get older and older because he's really virgin on creepy. He verges on creepy a bit more than, quite a bit oh, more than Harry. Oh, he's delusional. He's delusional. And yeah. so that verges on the creepy factor. But in this movie, it works it's but okay. again, if it you're if so you're a male better. eighteen, to, a white male eighteen to forty, it yeah. doesn't feel so much creepy because because, because if, cause again, you're not in the firing line. <laughs> you're not the person who'd be like, he's that long hug where I'm like, I get why it's funny. It also makes me mildly uncomfortable because you can relate to <laughs> it. Because I can so, relate yeah. to men being invasive. Yeah. But that movie, uh, it's a good movie. It's, the theatrical version is excellent. It is. It's, I it, absolutely it's, recommend. And there's the a reason version. why it's a cult classic, and there's a reason why people quote it to this And there's day. a reason why the Farrelly brothers became famous after it and got to yeah. do other things. And then they did. There's something about Mary, and those two movies set them up to make a lifetime of bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> but what <clears throat> made me? What made me? You guys, what, you guys, don't watch the extended cut. What made me really sad is that the unrated cut puts a whole bunch of stuff in it that takes it over the line ruins it makes it offensive makes it offensive makes it really like gross when it doesn't need to be um and again fucks with the friendship so Mm. that again their relationship feels more cruel to each other so there were a couple bits and you have seen the the i know it very well very well and you've seen it more recently than i have i nonetheless still will quote it even though i had not seen it for years and years yeah um, and so you noticed some smaller things. Like, for example, I think the first thing I noticed was when the little old lady, uh, to the soundtrack of Red Right Hand, fucking amazing, the little old lady um, robs him. Yes, there's a very There's funny. a scene in the theatrical cut where he comes back and she's gone and all the, his shit is gone. And he's like, little old lady, little old lady. And yeah, and, that, yeah. and that's, that's what happens, yeah. In this, that, that isn't there. And I immediately noticed that that yeah. was gone. I don't know why that was taken out. It's very weird because that you would take I find that, out. that hilarious, and I find that didn't actually affect the pacing at all. No, because and what because happens? It's a joke. What happens is he's like, "Don't you go dying on me!" And he runs off, and then it immediately cuts to him getting back, slamming the door without any of his stuff. And he's like, "I got robbed by a little old lady yeah. in a motorized cart. I didn't even see it coming." <laughs> um, which is. 
an all right. It's not a bad yeah. cut, but I but felt... But the thing is, is what this movie does really well that the sequel did not yeah. is that it sets up, pays off, sets up, pays off. And yeah. that, for some reason, took away part of the payoff. Yes. And I don't know why you would do that. Yes. Because that's part of the great thing. Like, you, you see the bird, and he's like, hey, bird, or whatever, Petey, hey, Petey. Yeah. And then you immediately know there's a relationship to the bird. And then when the bird dies, you actually feel kind of weirdly sad, even though you have had no interaction with Whereas the bird. Whereas if this was Dumb and Dumber 2, <laughs> it would be like, dead hey, Petey, and it'd be a shame if your head fell off, and then that happens. Yeah. But... That was Ugh. the first thing I noticed, okay? Then the second... And I was like, something's different. And yeah, then the you second, immediately noticed that. And then the second thing that happened that started to give me a bad taste in my mouth was the fact that in the theatrical cut, Mental goes up to take the bird. He's like, I told I told a body cat. I did, I did. And then it Menacing cuts. and it cuts. In this one, you, hear you see the look of horror on his... Uh, compatriot's face yeah. and then him as he snaps the bird's fucking neck yeah, that was pretty harsh and it's just cruel and that's where it starts that's where it starts then you see Seabass actually hock okay. up a big disgusting green loogie I actually looked away yeah because I was like tell me when this is over because I cannot watch it in the diner um for first of all Flo yeah. uh takes his soda he um Harry asks for because it's flat. soda because he says it's flat. She blows bubbles into it, gets upset at them, slams it on the table, walks away. I'm not going to say that she overreacted, but I feel that she overreacted. Yeah. That felt like an overreaction. I was yeah. like, why is she so weird Because she just teased. He just made a joke a about joke. it. It was a silly joke about a TV show. It made them look like idiots. Yeah. Then you see Seabass hock up a big, disgusting green uh, gob of spittle Ooh, straight no, into his not hamburger. For me. Not for me. That was not for me. You see Seabass actually threaten him in the store okay, later so on when he's, like, opinion, borderline... in my opinion, this is the most problematic ad. Okay, so the part where it gets really... Re- is there, there's more to it that's sort of... Um, this part and then the conversation about it afterwards, yeah. to me, were the most problematic Look, I, I can't remember all the bits where, that it changes. So, so this bit is, um, you know, there's the, they're like, for stop. good manly love or whatever at Yeah, they're at a truck stop later on, they've... they've Pulled the, the Swifty on Seabass. Is that a thing? They pulled a Taylor Swift on Seabass. Because <laughs> you know Taylor Swift. She always gets other people to order for her. Um, they've run away. They're in a truck stop. He's Lloyd's pissing in the toilet. He sees, for manly love, manly be here love. at 2.15am sharp. He looks at his watch. It clicks over to 2.15. The door opens. Anyway, Seabass comes in. Um, he turns around, sees Seabass, shrieks. Normally it would cut there yeah. and leave everything to the imagination. Instead, it shows Seabass going, uh, like, threatening him. He undoes him his... scrabbling against the wall in, like, terror. He undoes his pants? Pulls his pants down, revealing a leopard-printed G-string. And, like, grabs his... And grabs his balls. <sighs> it's really uncomfortable, because I'm like, it's not funny to be like, oh, this character's about to get raped. Yeah. That's not funny. The reality of it isn't as obvious when it cuts... Yeah, because then it's more... Because then you think he might be, like, beating him up. Because You're like, you oh, that's, that's funny. Like, we, you know, we know okay, so we know that he wanted the manly love, but now it feels like, oh, clearly he's just going to beat him up because he took his money. Or kill him. Or, or kill rape him. him and kill him. But see, I think my assumption would be he's just going to beat him up. Yeah. My assumption would immediately go to, oh, clearly now he's going to rape him. But the way that That's it, a big fucking yeah. leap for a character to take from being an asshole to being a rapist. Yeah. And then the... the the pacing of the film is such that when it cuts back to him, you see that nothing's happened, so you assume that nothing's happened. Whereas in this one, when it cuts back, it goes so far before the cut that it feels like it's just immediately after that, something horrible has sort of happened to him. Yeah. Which Because then you see him sucking his thumb in the Ugh, fucking toilet stall. It was really uncomfortable. Yeah. But then that's not the worst part. That's not the worst. Although that is pretty horrific. Then they're driving... And Harry starts ripping on Lloyd. And making fun of him for being in the bathroom stall with the tall biker. Do they say the word down. homo? Oh, no. No, that's, that's in a different that's part. That's in a completely different Which scene. is also uncomfortable and weird. That's right, when they're in the, um, because... But anyway, so yeah. but let's just say that he makes fun of him for it. And then, like, two seconds later, he's getting mad at him. And he's like, because you never made a mistake. And I'm like, your friend basically almost just got assaulted. How could you be this cruel? Like, it really fucks with their relationship. Yeah, and the friendship doesn't feel as solid and as reliable because they're so cruel to each other in these deleted scenes. It's a cruelty and it's... And it's also, it shows, I mean, like, I know I don't want to get all, like, weird and social justice but I'm like, really, we're going to make, f- like, if that was a woman, nobody would be laughing but let's at that talk, let's talk about the scene where they're in the, uh, the romantic, the, uh, tub. the cheap romance, uh, romantic motel, <laughs> motel, and they're in the, 
like the tub. It starts off with Lloyd listening to people have sex through the wall. Was that in the? No, okay, that I didn't was not. Think so because that did not seem. It starts to me. with them saying, you know, uh, with him saying he's not sure he's, you know, comfortable, he's the, comfortable in the place because, because of Fred Felcher, yeah, or something close to that. Which is in fine. This one, oh, that's in good. this one, it's Lloyd listening to people have sex through the wall for a really long time, about 30 and to 45 really seconds. And he's really enjoying it. And then he says the only thing that would have made this better is if, basically, if Harry had tits. Uh, and and, and then he Harry sort of jumps back and he's like, yeah, you you know you'd like it. I'd split you. No, like he's, a, he's like, I, like, I would like pound you hard. I'd split, split you, you open. And I, you'd like it too, you homo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that? Yeah. I was like... I don't remember this movie was, being so hateful. It's, a, it's hateful and it's emotional abuse between two characters. It felt so sour and it sort of made me go, okay, so these weren't in the theatrical cut. Excellent. Someone else was doing their job so the Ferrellis yeah. could fuck up. I feel like they wrote this crap. Yeah, somebody this, went in and cut out a bunch of hateful shit. That's really disturbing to me that they wrote that stuff. Yeah. And... And they it filmed it, and out. clearly they liked it enough. Yeah. They wanted it to be in the uncreated Which is funny, guide. because there's so much of that hateful stuff that got into the film that they had nothing to do with, yes. which is weird. And then it's like A Dumb and Dumber of... 2 was the horrible stuff didn't get cut out. It was like yeah. all the stuff that was terrible about the first film and rightfully got cut out yeah. and made it an excellent film. Yeah, because if that stuff opinion. was in there, I think it wouldn't hold up nearly as much. Oh, it God didn't no. hold up as much because th- those moments stick with you and then you feel mildly uncomfortable. Like, it's like, I don't feel like they're friends. Like you said, their friendship's not as strong or I don't like I don't these like characters. don't like the characters, yeah. And that's the whole sequel. The whole sequel is me hating the characters. Yeah. Whereas this movie, I remember really liking the characters and if you remove those bits, I think I would still like the characters. But the f- and the thing is though, now that you've seen it, you, you can't, can't unsee it. it. You go back and Oof. you watch the theatrical cut and you know that that stuff was filmed. And yeah. you know that the actors were okay enough with it that they did it. And that, to me, is disturbing. Yeah. To watch Jim that Carrey no in the second said. film talk about laugh at women as doctors and talk about... F- fa- does he say fag in the, in the second film? I don't think he does. But to laugh at and, and, and to make racist jokes and that kind of stuff is really unsettling to see an actor who... In, when he was in his prime in the you know the, yeah. the mid nineties and whatnot, make those kind of and I feel like it's a judgment call for an actor that big to go. I feel like an actor that big can go with a relationship with the Farrellys Fer- that yeah. as as such as he's had can go. No, this no. isn't right. Like yeah. to to be down with that is really unsettling. It's and really And to know unsettling. that it happened for the first film that the first film yeah. could have been that and in a way I feel like now it sort of is. For us, here's what I'm going to say. If you don't want to have this ruined for you, you guys, do not watch that extended cut ever. Because now you can't Although not Although now we've told it. you about it and you probably imagined it. And yeah. Sorry. So the, We're really it's sorry, It's really funny because I expected to come in to this podcast before we started watching these films, rag on a couple of crappy films, maybe have a bit of nostalgia, talk about our love for the first one. Yeah. But I just feel really the whole affair has just become really, really sour in, in, in a lot yeah. of ways. Because I'm like, the the Farrelly brothers are, they had a, a couple of lucky hits, but they're awful people and they're awful filmmakers. I mean, it feels like they're, they, they're M. Shyamalama ding-dongs. Like, they just, they, they had but a couple of good movies and then they just, they just, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. He's they, a terrible filmmaker, but he's not a piece of shit. I feel like these guys are pieces of shit after seeing the crap that they wrote for these films, man. Yeah. Like, I can't. I don't think they're, they're not good people. I can't separate the... The bigotry of their writing from yeah. them as people. I can't do it. No, absolutely not. Because if not. they think that that passes as funny, to me that's just a horrible, it's unacceptable. horrible thing. It's unacceptable. Yeah. And to think that in a movie made in 2014, they're like, oh, this will be so funny when we make a joke about how women can only like be in the kitchen. I'm like, fuck you. Can you consider the facts <laughs> to make your fucking eyes bleed? That oh. movie 43 had dozens I can't, I can't. that, that, that didn't make it to screen. <laughs> And nothing that is there is, as far as I can remember, it is pretty hateful towards women and yeah. that kind of thing, but nothing racist or homophobic as far as I can recall. Really? As far as I can recall. But it does have gross-out stuff, yeah. stupid childish humour. Um, oh, wait. <laughs> they do have the one where Stephen, um, the tall guy... 
who's Ricky Gervais' friend? Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. Oh, I like Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant gets the plastic surgery to look like an Asian man. That's super racist. They hate Uh, Asian people. They hate Asian people. Why do they hate Asian people so much? They're disgusting people. They're disgusting people. Not the Asians. We're talking about the the, the Farley Brothers. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm like, the way that just got sounded a little weird. I knew what you meant, though. Because that was clearly not what you were saying. But I'm like, why do they hate no, no, Asian no. people? And you're like, they're disgusting. And I was like, wait, no, the, let's... <laughs> the Farrelly brothers are disgusting people. I, yeah, I, I retroactively despise them after watching this stuff. It was... After we watched the sequel, part of me was like, I don't... I, I think I might retroactively like Dumb and Dumber less. Yeah. And I think because we watched the extended version, well, I do. I like it less. Uh, I feel awful because I really liked that movie. I feel like I need to go back, watch the theatrical cut in a few weeks, and yeah, I think my we palette. need some time. I think cleanse we need some time though. I can't. I can't watch it right now. <laughs> but just so you know, we watch these films so you don't have to. Even though we gave you a blow-by-blow description of how terrible <laughs> they are, so I apologize now. But you won't have it visually seared into your mind, so you're welcome. Don't ever watch the unrated cut of Dumb and Dumber. Don't ever watch. The Dumb and Dumberer or Dumb... When Harry Met uh, uh, Probably don't watch Dumb and Dumber 2. It's mean-spirited. It is. It is. Here's what I'm going to tell they're you. Not, it's not the, they're not the same characters. It's they're not the same not. film. It's just not. It's, 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 both of those movies, and I think I said this to you... At, the prequel in both and of the sequel? Them are films that reek of films that never needed to happen and no. never should have. They no. were they're uninspired. They, they happened for all exist. the wrong reasons. And honestly, I think that the extended version of Dumb and Dumber shouldn't exist. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why would you take a movie that's that's good and make it bad? And apparently, the unrated, uh, the Blu-ray of the unrated cut doesn't have the theatrical version on it either. Which is really awful because that's a good movie. Because it's like it's like the shit that LucasArts pulled when they released the prequel. The, sorry, the, the, the original trilogy. Bitches. The special editions with, and they they just removed the original versions from the shelves. It's not okay. You Fucking guys, disgraceful. It's not okay. Because, and you know why that is? So Disney's going to put that apparently the theatrical uh, version out again. Of course they are. Because, because people going will on fucking make some bank. Because people will fucking buy it. George Lucas was driven not by profit, by his ego. He has more money than one man needs, so he yeah. doesn't give a fuck about what makes money. He just gave a fuck about what his ego... He's like, this is my artistic vision, mm. and therefore everyone should only be able to watch this, whereas Disney's like, fuck that, people will buy the fuck out of it. Which the is funny, because I feel like the Farrelly brothers need as much fucking money as they can get, so... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a disgrace. I'm really dis- upset. I Like, this Honestly, is the most serious I've ever I been on a podcast. Like, I, like, straight up after watching those three movies, I'm like, I don't really feel very well. Like, I need to watch something really good mm. to just not have that in my I just brain. want to watch something really... I don't even not need to watch something good. I need to watch something really funny. Because it just made me feel really, funny. really depressed. Like, yeah. Oh. So this is this hasn't been as funny a podcast. This is basically <laughs> an hour of outrage. Um, you guys, it was rough. It was yeah. a rough couple of days. <laughs> it was a rough couple of days. It was a rough couple of days. Look, we'll, we'll be back pretty soon with a real episode and like jokes with and jokes shit. and not not as much palpable anger <sighs> like more I like don't... an undercurrent of anger i just <laughs> i just yeah Ugh. Yeah. i yeah i don't know there's nothing more to be said i just can't yeah deal with how just ugh, it all was so go back, watch the theatrical cut of Dumb and Dumber, have and, a laugh, and enjoy just it. Don't watch any uh, anything else. Imagine they don't exist. Just that would be best for everyone. Please, for the love of God, please. And it, oh God, this is what fucking. Okay, I know that we're dragging on here, but this is what pisses me off the most about the the Farrelly Brothers film. Yes. Bad movie nights are exploding in popularity and have been for for years. It's so much fun be- to watch bad movies. Exactly, but their movies are the kind. You watch them and you're like, oh, hilarious, bad movie, let's watch movie 43. And you walk away feeling upset. Yeah. And they're the kind of bait and switch bad movies that you watch them and you don't feel like, oh, well, this is just a well-intentioned fuck-up. You're like, this is just mean-spirited and horrible. Like, and it makes you feel bad. It's a bait and switch. It's deceptive. It's it's (laughs) fucking treacherous. (laughs) It's a betrayal. Look, you guys, this is not the room... No. It's not a movie that's just like someone tried real hard and they're just completely inept and it's yeah. amazing Ed Woodian glory. This is just bullshit. Yeah. And honestly, boring bullshit. <laughs> For yeah. the most part, like, it's boring and yeah. offensive. I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I need a break. Oh, God, all right. We're really sorry, you guys. 
We'll see you next week, probably. I need to take a hot shower. For an... Fucking scrub it off. For the... By the way, the last episode... (laughs) The last episode of Dinner Party Small Talk Plus that we recorded, I think we should mention was like our 20th official episode. Oh yeah, so that's kind of a deal. It's not like one of our like... We don't. It's not it's our twentieth episode. <laughs> proper episode because it's a okay. Plus it's our twentieth podcast. That's all um, right. And you know, you guys may have noticed, or if you haven't, we're part of a podcast network now. Um, the tags at the end of the show, but we're now part of the Benview Network, which is pretty cool. Yeah, we 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 were just ourselves. I know, and, we and people were like, up. "Good job." It was kind of nice. That was kind of cool. So and it reaffirms that you know, if you want to get some kind of absolutely minor success then just do what you believe in yeah there you if go. you want to be a major star you got to sell out <laughs> <laughs> like jim carrey no what oh. okay so anyway so you guys can reach us at dinner party small talk at squarespace.com facebook.com facebook.com slash dinner party small talk or you can email us dinner party small talk at gmail.com look if you have an idea for a movie you want us to watch and dissect please feel free i will not watch another Fairly Brothers movie. But what if they suggest we I do can't, it? I can't. I can't do it. I might do it. I might do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would. I can't watch another, th- like, three. But now we've had our, um, the rose-tinted glasses taken off. It's true. At this point, I'm like, come at me, bro. Because, fuck, I, this <laughs> didn't take me please down. Please don't tempt fate. This didn't take me down. Fucking nothing's gonna take me down. I am woman. Also, if it's a good movie too, we would also like to watch those. That's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you. See you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. Say goodbye, Nissa. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.